What up, mom? Put down that coffee and grab a wine. Get ready for another episode of Nursing and Cursing, a parenting podcast that covers more shit than your baby's full diaper. I'm Kate. I'm a stay-at-home mom of three living in Brooklyn, New York. Hi, I'm Christine. I'm a freelance video editor and first-time mom living in L.A. Allie here, podcasting from South Kona, Hawaii, where I live up on a mountain farm with my husband and two sons. Hi, I'm Molly, and I live in Los Angeles, California, working as a mom of a toddler and a second grade teacher. And I'm Sarah, your in-house expert. I'm a nurse practitioner and recovering postpartum nurse in Brooklyn, New York. We move mountains just to find the time to record ourselves shooting the shit every week. And here it is. Mail Kimp. <laughs> Hey, Baze. <laughs> How's everybody's week? On fleek. Yes, Kate. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, everybody. This week's topic uh, for nursing and cursing is <sighs> mom guilt. Don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to let that one soak in. It means different things for different people. Mom guilt. The guilt that we rock, walk around with like all the time for different things. I mean. I'm feeling guilty right now. I feel guilty 24-7. It's bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt guilty as soon been... as I popped him out. Exactly. Yeah, but you, you did, Critty. Yes. Your parents feel guilty? My parents did not feel guilty until they were well sober. <laughs> <laughs> My dad still does. That's the funny thing, though. My dad still has no. Sometimes when I'm feeling guilty, I just try to pull the camera out a little bit further and check out my dad. Did so many things wrong. Still not the guilt's not even touching him. Feels great living the best life he ever lived. Just helps. Right. Me. Yeah. It's I mean, I feel like the basis of my mom guilt, like the deep core, is the fact that I work oh, and I. Well, it's because like it branches off to everything else. So there I am spending that many hours a day um, working as a teacher with all these other kids. So like everything else that I'm not doing perfect for him kills me. It kills me. And I'm like, you deserve more. You deserve more all the time. Mm, That is sad. That is. Because you're doing so much for him and you're providing for him and you know all of that. And I Molly, do. I know those, it on an intellectual level. Right. And the heart level, are, it's different. Those yeah. kids are in your class because their moms and dads are at work, babe. That's how the world works. You're doing it great. And yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know, I can speak. I'm not at work. And my guilt comes from the fact that I'm with them 24-7. And so I snap. And then I feel so guilty that I'm treating them that way. Yeah, and Molly, if I was giving- off at a job, I probably wouldn't do that. Right. right, Molly, you're giving him um, quality. Allie and I are giving quantity. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Quantity for my kids definitely not always the best. <laughs> I didn't mean There's to something... like, bring this one down this week, guys. No. Wait, Chrissy, you started feeling bad the minute you popped him out. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I, not literally. Probably four days in I did because <laughs> I had – a lot of problems nursing and found out about day four that he was only eating about four ounces a day and was rapidly losing weight. He had a tongue tie and a lip tie and just couldn't nurse and I didn't know what was going on. He was just screaming and on me all day. So I felt the worst guilt like, oh my God, I'm starving my newborn son. Mm, And that was a really intense 
horrible time. And man, I felt so guilty. It was mm-hmm. awful. It was awful. When really, like, somebody should be apologizing to you because you got fucked and you ended up doing everything right. So yeah, yeah you were amazing. For you. Yeah, I. There are a lot of moms though. Like, I can think of a couple. Like when you go and visit them at the hospital or right after they had the baby, and they're just in tears, and it's so emotional anyway. But they're already off the bat guilty for however it went down. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. like. Yes. Uh, girl, you have a beautiful, healthy baby in your hands. But yeah, mom guilt starts day one. Uh, I feel that's like. because yeah. you have to, that's because you need to realize like you're literally responsible for a whole nother. I know that's not a phrase, but a whole nother life. So you're never going to get it totally right. Like it's, you're just never going to get it totally right. That's the shitty thing about being a mom. Every day unfolds with infinite opportunities to be a total fuck up mom. <laughs> That's the fucked up part. I it's like every it's the most hideous choose your own adventure of all time. <laughs> <laughs> right after the baby my babies were born, I remember just looking into their eyes and feeling so guilty because I knew or just so sad, I knew I wasn't gonna be able to protect them from so many feelings and sadness and hardships that they were going to go through in their life. I mean, instantly I had that moment with my newborn. Allie, Just tears like, shit, this is, and this world is, oh, what have I done? Yeah. I remember leaning over Wilder's crib, my firstborn, he's eight now, bawling my eyes out. He's like two weeks. Jeremy's like, what's the problem? I was like, he's, I just feel so bad because he's going to be an old man one day. And what if he needs a wheelchair? And I agree. Exactly. <laughs> like, that thought is so fucking stupid. I was already feeling like, my bad for that Ooh, wheelchair, 80 year old bro. Your hormones right. were a raging. That's yeah. a good point. That's they the other raging. thing that gets screwed up. When you have kids, your hormones never go back to normal. You're a permanent basket case. Oh, That's my God. True. Yes. But you know what? Th- those are like deep, deep, deep mom guilt moments. And, okay, I'm just going to come out with this from my moment today. And I had like 12 mom guilt moments. But this is – I am so embarrassed to even say Let's hear it. I feel so bad. So. Um, well, yesterday was 4th of July, so we were all out super late watching the fireworks. And um, Tim and I went to Ikea today. We took Augie to Ikea. But I just fucked up on the timing. He needed to take a nap. And he was just super cranky and like trying to stand up on all the chairs. And we kept saying no. And he would f- scream and cry and I looked at the watch and I was like, oh, my God. I said to myself, I messed up. I did not pack him a lunch. It's past lunchtime and he's starving. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I went around the corner. <laughs> I went around the corner oh God, and got Ikea pizza. <laughs> That's great. I, fed, great. I fed my baby Ikea pizza. And I know some of you are thinking, like, what's the big fucking deal? But, like, <sighs> I felt so guilty. I had to basically hide it from Tim but finally he like mm-hmm. caught a glance and I was just he like, was like did we get he needed food at lunchtime or what yeah pretty much <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you got the the meatballs <laughs> either way I couldn't go horse meat I mean I win go win win either way but you know. win win I have that, that though so good though at the top of the list it's often food it's often often food oh my god I fed my kid way too much packaged or processed food today or whatever 
too much yeah, sugar or whatever. Kid, Allie. It's true. But Allie, but you that's also the source live... of a lot of my mom guilt. I'm like, yes, because ah. the moms around you also are like <laughs> gardening their own <laughs> salads and shit. And you feel bad if you crack a can of beans. And I'm like, girl, let it go. Right? Yeah. Yes. It has a lot of to do about surroundings too and like what people around you are doing and could oh, you do better? Yeah. So food, yeah, that's definitely a guilt. But you know what? I have a great story. When Phoenix, who's now uh, about four and a half, was 10 months old, I was heading up the hill one evening. You know, I live way up, two miles up a four-wheel drive road um, in the mountains. And I had him in the truck um, and was just driving home. And, you know, usually I used to put him in the car seat and ride up the bumps to get him to sleep. And he would wail, cry, cry, cry. And I'd be like, I know, just hang on, honey. I know, I know. (laughs) And the bumps would eventually get him to sleep. And it's bumpy, right? Oh, like you have to take your seatbelt off. It's so bumpy. It's so bumpy. I mean, guilt, his head probably bonks side to side every day. I'm giving my kids whiplash. But so I'm just going up the hill and he's crying and crying and crying. And I'm like, it's okay. We're almost home. And, you know, he starts like scream, mama, like saying mama barely because he's only 10 months and he's just starting, you know, and screaming, crying. And I'm like, what is going on? Finally, I look back and his entire car seat, I did not buckle the car seat part in <laughs> his entire car seat is flipped upside down in the truck he's dangling he's dangling upside down screaming crying no all i see are legs and limbs and he's a little baby screaming and it's pitch black and the the truck is just bouncing 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 and i'm like oh my fuck so of course i slam on the brakes and i have to turn the car seat back uh, oh my God. I felt so guilty. I was like, it's okay. I was so freaked out. <laughs> right. You're shaking his mom voice. It's okay. Oh my God. Oh, oh man. Wow. That's rough. Ellie, oh, so glad that you guys both uh, recuperated to tell that tale. No kidding. And you know, I don't think I ever told my husband that. So that's going to be fun. News alert. Incoming. <laughs> hopefully he'll <laughs> skip this one. He's not right? going to listen, hopefully. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Allie, wow. Oh. That's intense. Babe, you I know. actually, something, it's weird because something almost identical, Allie, happened to me with Wilder. He was a little younger. He was three months, and I had him in the stroller. I had him on the subway, and I, I don't know. We were getting out. I had him on the train. We were getting out of the subway. We live in New York. It was pouring down with rain, and I put him in the stroller, and I'm running down the street. <laughs> I'm running down the street, and I tripped over my shoes, and the... The stroller went literally oh. like handlebars to pavement to sidewalk, oh. and I had I had not buckled him in. No. <laughs> he was running. <laughs> yeah, three months old. Three months old. No. Three months old. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's honestly I'm not, not even laughing. Face down in a puddle, like face. <laughs> oh my god! In a puddle. And no. Allie, there's like a bundle me involved. There's like a fucking dangling zebra that I'm trying to rip oh off his god. face. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> The whole time I'm screaming. I'm just screaming in a street of people. My, my baby. My baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Did anyone help you? Please. 
Yes, uh, a bunch of people helped me, and the whole mm-hmm. time they were helping me, I also didn't want them to help me because I knew the whole time they were like, "Who the, the fuck is wrong with this woman?" Right? What is wrong with this woman? And we just went into a bodega. I bought a, myself like a Twix bar, took a few deep breaths, and then walked home. But and um, I did you stick that. that one in your pocket, or did you talk to your husband about it? Um, it was a weird night because, like, I got I when we got home twenty minutes later, the fire drill went out, and we ran outside. <laughs> Brother and Jeremy was like, what a weird night. And I was like, oh, babe, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> okay, Kate, I also have a quick stroller story. When Leo was about two months old, even younger, I took my first run and I put him into his car seat. But I forgot that I put him in the car seat and I turned around and my stroller was just rolling away through a long parking lot and I start running after it and it went over a cliff into a ditch and it was upside down in the ditch and I started scaling the rocks down to the ditch and then I realized oh my god my baby's not in there I my baby's safe I had nursing brain oh god yeah you guys this episode should be called mom fuck ups not fucking mom guilt I love that ex. I love that ex. I love that potential explanation to your husband. Though, where's the baby? Oh, babe, I fucked up so, so bad. <laughs> I went for a run. It got so fucked up. Oh my god! Holy shit, you guys! So much to look forward to. Yeah. I'm only yeah. ten months deep. There's so much more guilt for me to have. I can't. Yeah, but wait. you've had, girl. You had guilt. You- oh my god, I <laughs> I have had guilt. I mean, let's see. Really, I said I didn't have it when he was born, but I actually did. You know, I went into the hospital and when I arrived, I was six or seven centimeters dilated and I said, oh my God, right now epidural, I can't, I cannot move forward. And that was a really big deal. I had my doula and my husband saying, no, 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 you didn't want it. And I just kept saying, yes, 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 I do want it. Totally changed my mind. You know, let's, let's do it. Did it. It slowed everything down. Just my worst fears all came to fruition. It slowed the labor down. Everything slowed. I ended up pushing for three hours. He was stuck. They were threatening a C-section. And um, my doctor basically said, listen, it's C-section or a vacuum delivery. Then she kind of listed all the things that can go wrong with the vacuum. I decided to do it. And the guilt from that just killed me I was just sobbing like putting him at that risk you know he Mm. was born with a big like lump on his head and Mm. you know I felt so much guilt getting the epidural I was so close why did I have to be so weak at the end and then I risked brain damage and god knows what what else that's so fucked up because imagine if one of us was telling you that story you'd be like babe you made a great decision you would never judge another mom so harshly as you're judging it's so good to put it's so good to flip it it's so good to flip it. And like yes. a lot of stuff, like I, I noticed that moms like keep inside, especially the guilt stuff. You know what oh, I mean? You feel so guilty and you feel like everyone's judging you for getting the epidural. There's you know, so there's so much pressure from everybody around so many you. expectations Stupid. and pressure today. We almost need to do an episode on that. Just how everything now is so out in the open when you give birth. And it's kind of like none of your GD business, how I want to deliver my baby. You know? Absolutely. Oh, none of your business. I know. And, oh, but, I you love, know, I, I let myself my, down, yeah. too. It's like I had a whole plan in my head, and I wasn't strong enough to do it. And then I felt strong like enough the vacuum. you birthed a baby. I know. But you know what I mean? And then yeah. the vacuum had to happen because of that. 
And it's just like, man, if I had hung on a little bit longer. I mean, he's totally 100% fine and he's so lucky. Also, the first month he couldn't turn his head to the right and he couldn't nurse on the right side from the vacuum. So, of course, every day I'm like, if only I hadn't done, you know. Yeah, but Chrissy, also flip it. The first the first month he also couldn't nurse because he was tongue-tied and you figured everything out. You were wearing a tube on your boobs at one point, babe, and fed him. Right. Where so many moms, me included, would have just stuck a bottle in his mouth and not thought twice about it. So fucking hats off to you, babe. Thanks, babe. Yep. Thanks, yeah. babe. Um, the and then, the guilt. quick story. My other guilt, well, I have tons, but one that happened last week. I'm like constantly nap training my son because he just is not. Perma-nap training. Per- right. Perma-nap training. And last week, <laughs> Welcome I, was, to motherhood. I was hell-bent like, homie cry it out. I'm not getting you. I am not cracking. So he is wailing. I set the timer. I let him wail for one full hour. Just pacing. Mm -hmm. Pacing in my living room. Holding the monitor like stress eating. Holding the monitor. Pacing. Pacing. We'd rather chew aluminum. Yeah. Anything. Finally I go in the room. Turn on the lights. He is cannot catch his breath. He's crying so hard. I mean it's so bad. The trauma I caused him. Turn. Flip the lights on. Just shit up his Mm. back. All over the oh, all over everywhere through his clothes, and pretty much just felt like the most horrible, abusive bitch on the planet. Yeah, daddy home. Daddy was not home, and then thank God, thank God, because daddy, (laughs) daddy never would have let him. There's a lot of shit this for this long, and I just thought I was, you know, sticking to my guns. Little did I know, I was straight torturing him. We all have those moments. Oh my god, I've let I let Wilder cry it out, not realizing that an hour and a half prior he'd fucking vomited all over himself in the crib, telling Jeremy, (laughs) me telling Jeremy, you're so fucking soft with him. That's why we can never get him to sleep. You go in there, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill myself. Finally, don't go in there. Don't you dare go in there. I was like, don't. You always ruin everything. Don't, don't go in there. I work so hard to get him to sleep. Jeremy going, uh, yeah, I know you work so hard to get him to fucking cry. (laughs) But that is hard. There's nothing. It's not like we're enjoying that. And I was like, we've already come. We've already come so far. He's gonna fall asleep any minute. Finally, Jeremy was like, this is fucking nuts. I'm going in there. Jeremy came out looking so victorious. I was like. What, he's he was covered like, in vomit? I was like, is he, is he asleep? Jay was like, no, he's not asleep. He's fucking covered in vomit. I was like, <laughs> oh, all right, cool, man. I'm a bad mom. Take over from here. And he was probably so stoked to be right, like so pumped oh, for the vomit. Pumped. Oh, but look, two can play that game. Two can play that game. I would, if I had been, if the rules had been reversed, oh, would have been talking about that vomit in Jeremy's face for fucking years, years. 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 Yeah, you're gonna hold that. You're um, gonna hold that guilt badge for a while. No, shout out to Jeremy for actually dropping it like two days later, which I thought oh. was really nice. Of him. That is so mature. So, so mature. mature. I would Amazing. never be that mature. Mm. Yeah. No, I still talk to Jeremy about the time that he was watching the first time that Wilder ever injured himself. This is some guilt to go around. Wilder's first ever injury oh. was a bump on the head. When I was taking a shower, we're looking at something like four weeks here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get out of the shower, I hear wailing. Like, I haven't heard that kind of cry yet. <laughs> wailing. Of course, I'm coming flying down the hall in my towel. Like, what, 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 what? Jeremy was like, oh, he just um, he just bumped his head. But yet, Jeremy's holding him. So I was like, I, I don't understand how that happened. He was like, he j- I don't know, he just... 
I was, he was like, I was watching this. I was watching this show. It's really good. Have you ever seen it? It's about, um, it's about Paris Hilton. No. (laughs) Wilder had done like a little frog leap, like put his feet in Jeremy's hands and done a little leap and just smashed his face into the side of the wall while Jeremy was watching some documentary about Paris Hilton. Wow. Well, there's dad guilt. There should be anyway. No, he well, was fine. No, everybody, yeah. Jeremy and Wilder were both totally fine. That's the fucked up part. Well, I've got one last story that I've seriously been on the fence about sharing this entire episode because I've never, ever shared it. It's one of those things I pushed down so far. I never want to go back to it because it's horrifying and I still feel so guilty. <laughs> Spill it. Oh, God. Um, I was in my closet with Phoenix when he was a baby and he was, let's see, sitting up age, but barely. He was a late one. So I'm going to say he was about seven and a half months old. And I was, who knows what, putting my dresses away or in the closet doing something, right? And he's sitting up and I turn around. He's on the floor and I'm just like, what is that in his hand? What is that in his mouth? You know, they put everything in their mouth at that age. So I go in and it's this little tiny black something or other that starts to crumble. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I know what that is. I live in the mountain. I'm scooping it out of his mouth, you guys. What was it? It was rat shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, Allie. So I was like, oh, my God fuck, immediately my heart is pounding. I'm like washing out his mouth, running to the computer. I'm Googling like brain damage from rat shit and all the things that can happen to you. Don't ever, you know, go near the feces of a rat. Did Google tell you to never feed your kids rat shit or what? (laughs) Google is so wise like that. (laughs) No kidding. I was just like, what's going to happen to him? Brain damage. Like what's going to happen right now? I freaked and I'm just keeping a close eye on him for you know the next couple hours your husband's like why are you so worried oh nothing yeah love him just love him no big just keep an eye on him yeah so my kid ate rat shit you guys and the listeners must be like yeah that's disgusting why do you have rat shit in your house right don't worry my friend's kid was eating chocolate for an hour before she realized it was cat shit out of the cat litter so you're i feel a lot better i don't know about you guys um but we're wrapping this up and now you know what it's time for it's time for another edition of Okay, Christine. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. My nailing failing, you know, I, it's just one thing. That's a nail and a fail. Mm. I got rid of my <clears throat> pregnancy underwear. Ooh. So nail mm-hmm. for my husband, mm-hmm. fail for me. Those things were comfy. Good job. Nice. Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, Kate. Um, I haven't nailing it. Um, my husband and I had a romantic night out this week. His mom, my mother-in-law, was so sweet. She said she would watch the kids for the night. We went to a hotel. The mm. yeah, um, bear with me while I set it up. The bummer was I woke up at the morning that we were the morning that we were supposed to go out, and realized I was mm, on the verge of slash starting my period. Oh, sh- I know. 
did some quick date night math and realized it was going to be a total bust if I couldn't put out, if I was passed out in bed with a bag of chips at 9.30. Like, it's <laughs> like not... Every other night. Come on, like every other night. Like, please, we didn't ask my mother-in-law to watch the kids and pay for a hotel so that I could pass out to a housewives with chips. So um, I woke my husband up and said, you want to go all the way real quick? I know you love that, Allie. I said... You want to just go all the way real quick while the kids are watching cartoons and eating their breakfast? Let's just let's just do this. Uh, huge nail. Husband thought, yes, "Damn, literally. I'm so fucking, I'm so sexy. My wife can't keep her hands off me in the morning." Right. Yes. And I just patted myself on the back back all the way through date night while I got ready to crawl into bed at nine thirty, which was exactly what I did. And exactly what you wanted to do. Right. right. So just a nail. Oh, nailing it. Yeah, okay, and well. my fail is that my two-year-old took my glass of wine off the table tonight and took a huge swig of it, but whatever. <laughs> okay, okay, we're letting that one go on the on the mom guilt tale. MBD. Okay, well, I nailed it this week, ladies. I made it all the way to Hawaii and back with my 18-month-old on my lap. Huge and nail. Huge. I was told by two adults that he was the most behaved toddler they've ever seen on a plane. Nailing. Nailing it. Okay, failing it um, during like a really sweet, peaceful trip. And our first trip to the library, um, I noticed like something on Augie's shoe from afar. Um, And I was actually with Allie in Hawaii when this happened. And I just said, Allie, Allie, what's on his shoe? And she looked down and she just said, failing it, failing it, exit the building. (laughs) (laughs) He had... uh, done diarrhea out the side of his diaper down his pant leg. It was all over the chairs, all over the carpet, all over the child's <laughs> library couch. <laughs> so that's my failing it. Okay. Allie, how about you? Uh, uh, yeah. Hello. You left me to do the cleanup. This is my hometown sister. That woman clocked <laughs> me at the desk. I can't go back to that library. There was shit everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. Nailing it. Um... My four-year-old went to wake up my two-year-old from a nap and I walked into both of them on the bed talking and they were saying, I love you so much. I love you so much. No, I love you the most. So sweet. I love you more than the whole universe. Back and forth and hugging and kissing. Just a rare, sweet moment. And I was like, yes, nailing it. Two boys. Nailing it? Phoenix this week said, ass shit. Ass shit. <laughs> and I lost it and took him to the sink and started to wash his mouth out with soap as if that's normal until my husband caught my eye and was furious, shaking his head no, like desperate and borderline scared. Oh, you <laughs> turned it to mom. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. It's okay. It's yeah, okay. Next time you will get soap. And he was like, well, and mama, you can't say those words. So (gasps) I was like, oh, nailing it. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of Nailing It and Failing It. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you next time for another edition of Nursing and Cursing. Good night, guys. Night, babes. Night, babe. Damn it. I missed my chance. Night, boo. (laughs) (laughs) that's it for now we'll see you guys next week for another episode of nursing and cursing where we know you set up that instagram shot for 15 minutes because no one's kitchen is that clean